Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Becker coming to you with another uh, episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we are here with the Landis couple, Scott and Tanya, uh, an amazing couple uh, that has been blessed to achieve some pretty neat things uh, in their lives and careers. And they're doing lots to pay it forward and give it back. And so I'm so thankful to have him, them on this relationship uh, chronicle uh, today to, to share some tips on relationships. So first off, thank you guys so much for taking the time. Thanks for having us. We're happy to be here. Yes, yes. Well, if you don't mind, can you tell me uh, individually uh, where each of you are from and how it was for you growing up? Yeah. <laughs> so um, I am from Oregon. I grew up just outside of Portland, so Pacific Northwest. And I grew up um, you know, with, um, my parents are, um, I'm actually, my mom, um, raised me for the first couple of years and then married the father that I have now. And, um, he adopted me and then we, um, I have a younger brother and, you know, and I was never the girl that like dreamed of like, you know, planning my wedding or getting married. When I got older, I was all about like, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to do business I'm gonna you know move to probably LA or New York you know I'm getting out of Oregon and uh, so and then of course I got married at 20 and <laughs> I still went to college and I've still lived all over um, but yeah I um, but yeah I, it, it's just funny how you like plan your life in your head <laughs> Yeah, we we, we think we have the plan all the time but the big man has the plan right yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Scott? Well, I was uh, born in Portland, Oregon, and never got much farther than that. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, when I grew up, it was just me and my parents. I was only child and, mm -hmm. and uh, had a great relationship with my parents growing up. I, I considered them best friends, and uh, especially the older I got, and I ended up staying home until I um, moved into my first house. And I think I was, um, I was, uh, 23, I think when I moved down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they, they made it nice and comfortable for me to live there. And I never, <laughs> I didn't get out. Like all my friends were out right at 18 and I, I was like, where are you guys going? <laughs> um, I had a great upbringing with my parents and, you know, uh, you know, we had a very stable home as a Christian environment, um, grew up going to church, didn't really know anything else. We didn't travel the world, so I didn't really have plans of traveling the world. I just knew my local area, kept it pretty simple. Uh -huh. and, um, and then I met this firecracker, and... I didn't move out young. I went to Europe. <laughs> I, <did not. laughs> I was like, <laughs> across the... 
I'm like, all right, bye. Yeah. We were talking about getting married. She was like, oh, I want to travel the world. I'm like, I've never been like more than a hundred miles from my home. You know, it's, that was a little uncomfortable thought for me. So that's awesome. Uh, we were all, I had a great foundation growing up. That's good stuff that, uh, you know, you said it, that reminds me, I know that life also well is, you know, faith-based, uh, you know, my mother uh, and grandmother, they were edu educators and uh, ministers of music in the churches that we were in. And so uh, that life I know well, <laughs> Um, but it's a great, great foundation uh, yeah. to have. My parents were lay pastors at the mm -hmm. church that we were at. They led Bible studies, and yeah, um, you know that was in that they started that in my high school years, and um, yeah, and my 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 dad's mom, my grandma lived with us, so we had that definite family thing going on. That's good stuff right there. Well, tell me about how you guys met. <laughs> high school. So we met in high school. Um, I was a freshman. He was a senior. Yeah. So she was 14 years old. <laughs> I was I young. <laughs> and I was 17. So that, yeah, that's a little controversy right there. I was a senior. <laughs> but there was this um, from the main high school building to this modular building. There was freshman class and a senior class. So there was this walk between the main building and this modular building. That's sort of where we we met. And I actually knew one of her friends, so I had it in. But I, I saw her from afar, and I was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> there <Yeah>. you go. <laughs> yeah, so we met young. And we, um, you know, I'm not going to get into my whole family story, but we, we grew up quite opposite. Uh -huh. um, and, um, and we're very opposite personality-wise. If you put us on any, like, personality test or anything we score opposite like you we could not be more opposite yeah. um but yeah we were like you know we started dating young and we got married after six years um i was right you know i was in college when we got married and he had been he had already graduated just graduated. just graduated <laughs> so um yeah we started we started young 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 I think I think it's beauty in that uh, the differences, though. Mm -hmm. I think you guys have been blessed and fortunate to experience that in your life. As far as uh, it makes it an exciting ride because the person that you're with is so different than you. Mm -hmm. You know, and you learn about each other, and then also you know you go from this to, but then you go to having that balance as well. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. uh, and you learn. I think that's that's what makes it so intriguing. The opportunity to learn and grow, continue to grow. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we didn't actually really appreciate it in, uh, early in our relationship so much as we do now. Like what you're saying now really resonates. But for the first like five to seven years of our relationship, we we're just like it was so frustrating. Like yeah. even just like I mean, you know, it's a classic thing. But where are we going to go out to eat? Was yeah. turned into argument. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? But um, just never being able to agree on anything was yeah. so difficult. And it was actually once we got into business together where we realized, okay, having, having totally opposite gifts and strengths really is helpful in business. So that's when we started appreciating it. So that was good. <laughs> that's, good stuff. that's good stuff. So how long have you guys been together? 
It's been, well, we've been married 20 years. Um, and so, and with the dating before that, about 27, 26, 27 total. Yeah, long time. <laughs> That's good stuff. So, so here's the juicy part right here. So what are, what are three important things that you guys feel it takes uh, to have a successful relationship? Well, we, um, so we went through a period, we're actually um, trained in several different, um, we're trained marriage coaches. So we're trained in several different curriculums and it wasn't until, you know, this, it's funny because this answer would have been totally different about five years ago, mm. but we went through a time period where, you know, we, we were really struggling and we had all the tools every tool, like everything they offer out there, we, we were trained in it and we had helped hundreds of couples with them. But we, we got to a point where we're like, these tools are not working. <laughs> and, um, you know, what's, what's wrong. And we let, you know, we were like, we love each other. We want to stay together. We have three children together. What are we going to do? And that's really where we developed the curriculum that we use with couples now and the first thing we realize is that you have to have unconditional acceptance for your spouse. Like if you don't accept them, then how are you supposed to move forward in your relationship? So the first one is really unconditional acceptance because like we are so different that we could sit here and be like, you know, well, you don't think like I do, or you don't do this like I do. So I'm not going to accept you. But the root of every person these days, even just as individuals, you know, marriage, like it, individuals, everybody just at the heart, like unconditional acceptance. You need to accept people. When we were going through that rough patch uh, several years ago, we, we had this really heart to heart and we, we, we landed on this, like, uh, I just want to feel accepted. Like, I don't feel accepted. And she said the same thing. We're like, really, you don't feel accepted? Like, I felt like I was accepting her and she felt like she was accepting me, but both of us didn't feel accepted. Yeah. And so we, we just were like, oh my gosh, there's something to that. And, um, and, and I kind of describe unconditional acceptance as this, it's like walking on water, right? It's not actually supposed to be possible, but it's an ideal. It's like this North Star that you strive for. So you know, there's levels of where you're at now to getting to unconditional acceptance and just like being aware of that. And am I, am I accepting her in all of, you know, all of the good, the bad, and just taking a place, you know, starting from a foundation of, I accept you, you are okay with me. Like even all the, all the stuff that we both know is a flaw, you know, all this stuff that we both know is challenging it's different but it's not wrong okay so <clears throat> let me let me say this um it took everything within me to not give you some sound effects on that one scott like uh, <laughs> <laughs> so man i was i was holding i was holding up i was boom <laughs> man let's go <laughs> no but I, I think i think it's so 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 true uh when you can get to that place and how you explain that of like you know really none of us are perfect you know like we're all gonna make mistakes uh, repeatedly <laughs> you know some of us more than others you know? <laughs> but um you know it's the fact of hey regardless of you know your flaws or your mistakes i got you mm -hmm. yeah Re regardless 
Exactly. exactly. And what, are, what are some other things you think it takes? Uh, well, we, one thing that we discovered again, when, when we were going through our hard time, I mean, we had all the communication tools, all the conflict resolution, but one thing we never heard of was, um, you know, there's needs. Every human is built, has built in needs, right? And so we discovered a needs model that really made it easy to kind of, it's like, I call it the secret decodering, like whatever she's saying what is the real need? It's like the classic thing that, you know, husbands are taught, you know, when your wife comes out of the closet with a pair of jeans on and says, do these make me look fat? You do not answer that question, right? You don't answer that question. There's no right answer to that question. But what's the true need? What is she needing? So it's the decoding. What does she need to hear? She needs to feel safe. She needs to feel secure when she's asking that question. That's the need. So it's really getting really an expertise on understanding what are the human needs and then being able to interpret that in your partner, but also being able to like assess yourself, being aware of yourself, owning that, you know, it's nobody's job to meet your needs except for you. So you got to know what those needs are. And you, in, in a marriage, what's beautiful about a marriage is you have somebody that's kind of you know, on board to help you meet those needs, which is awesome. And there's reciprocity there. And, um, but you got to be able to communicate and assess and say, okay, I, I, I don't, I, I'm feeling this, but I think I need this, you know, and, and not with expectation, but just, you know, letting your partner know, because we want to meet each other's needs. But if we don't actively communicate that, it's kind of hard for our partner to meet that need, right? Yeah. But I think a lot of times people think like, oh, you should just know me. We've been together for so long. You just need to know what I need and you need to meet that. And it's like, it's not, it doesn't work that way. And, um, and so really identifying what your own needs are, making sure that you're, you know, aware, self-aware, but then also, yeah, communicate with your partner in a way that is loving instead of like, well, you didn't do that. You didn't do that. And, you know, that, and cause that's, Nobody wins in that situation. I've never heard of that. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. I, I totally agree, too. Uh, <clears throat> the needs, the communication is so important. Uh, you know, effective communication and being able to um, have a partner that um, there's a no judgment zone, right? Mm -hmm. Like within your communication. Like, hey, I, hey, it's so you feel more comfortable to say, hey, I need this, mm -hmm. you know, but if there's judgment, well, uh, I don't know, you know, but being in that space of, hey, like none of that other stuff really matters. Like, what can I do to help you? Like, I'm here for you and yeah. when you can get to that place. I think it's amazing. Yeah, that's such a good point as far as like, you know, if you don't feel safe to communicate. Yeah. Because of judgment you know that goes back to the unconditional acceptance like mm -hmm. if you have that, like foundation now it's safe and you know and i might even be ashamed to admit i need this need but i feel safe with you to to let that out you know that's that's huge big 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 you know when you say it twice that's, that means it's really <laughs> like yeah that's big big <laughs> yeah well that's, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, and then um, really another one that we, you know, that we teach in our curriculum and that we practice is being vulnerable with each other. Mm. And you do have to have a safe space for that. But just being vulnerable and vulnerably communicating. So like, you know, sometimes you don't know what your needs are. You just know you're feeling a certain way and being able to communicate that with your partner. No doubt. I think you, I think it goes back to the whole safe deal yeah. too. Like when you know that your partner is, uh, is there for you, it's, it's, you can, it's okay to just be open and honest and vulnerable um, because you know, you're not going to hear it again later down the road, you know, or, you know, just something like that, you know, again, going back to the, Hey, we all make mistakes and, and that's, that's just learn and grow together. Exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, on the, <clears throat> talked about the communication. I wanted to share this with you and I won't, and, uh, you know, I'm not really trying to plug my book, but I wanted to show it to you. My, I'm about to drop my second book and it's a uh, effective conversation to ignite relationships. That's and um, yeah, thank you. And it's a co-author with Dr. Oliver T. Reed. And, you know, we are both kind of in the space of, you know, trying to do great things to help others. Um, but uh, I did some research in the part that I did and uh, on couples, on things uh, that help aid with communication. And uh, there's one couple, and I want to share this with you because it's really good. I, I never had heard of it. And, and my wife and I, we've kind of, you know, we use it now and like it's made, you know, it makes a lot of difference. So <clears throat> the, the couple, what they do is they have a, like a rating scale, like a one to 10 rating scale. So, you know, if there are things that are like, say, you know, that, you know, bother you or whatever, like, what is it for you? What is it for you? So now that helps us with the awareness. Right. But then it also, so like if, you know, there's something that, you know, bothers you, Scott, that's like a, a eight, you know, and for her, it's like a two, you know, well, you know, that lets you know, well, you know, it's not as big to her, but then lets her know, man, that's huge to him. So then now you find that common ground to work together to where, okay, well, I need to help him with this, you know, and then now you see that, oh, well, yes, yeah, she's willing to help me with this. And so it really helps. And so I thought like it blew me away when, uh, when I got it, I was like, man, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, and like she said, like some it was something like crumbs on the table. You know, was the was the yeah. analogy like for her? Like, man, it was like a, a nine. You know, for the husband, it's like oh, crumbs on the table. You know, whatever. What you crumbs? Know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know. he started to you know take ownership and say, well, hey, I got it. You know, like I'll make sure that it's not there and we're good, and so it helped them get to a better place. And so. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I share that with you guys. I really like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. We, I'm thinking of a few things that we do have eight and two contrasts mm -hmm. going on. <laughs> yeah, I think that's helpful to scale it that way. Yeah, and and, and it helps with the open communication because now, um, you know, this is our system of how we get through things, mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to you know saying, "Hey, well that that's this this this," and it doesn't come across as, "Hey, well." you did this or, you know, no, it's just like, this is how it makes me feel about it. So let's, let's work together. Well, let's, let's hit some advice for couples. You know, if you had to give some advice for couples to help them uh, be successful, what would that be? I think the biggest thing is attitude. Like whenever we're working with anyone, 
um, any couples. Um, it's really your attitude and your mindset because if your attitude is poor or your mindset's like, well, that person is, you know, is upsetting me and like I have one foot in and one foot out, then that's what you're going to get. Like you're not going to get good results. I mean, the way that your attitude is, is going to determine the filter and the perception that you see everything through in life, not just in marriage, but business, all your relationships, your work. Um, and so we really start with attitude because a lot of times, you know, people come in blaming and that's just honestly a distraction. You're not owning your own self, your own actions. And we, you know, sometimes we'll work on attitude with couples for quite a while because we, if you're like literally attitude is and mindset is one of the most important things because it is how you view everything. Yeah. In our curriculum, attitude is the first concept that we teach. And, you know, there's a, I didn't make this up. I can't remember where I got it, but, um, but basically we, we talk to, to people about, um, your BS that you're believing, you know, and that stands for belief system, right? <laughs> so it's, uh, it, it's true that there's more than one way to interpret BS, but it's all the same thing, right? So what is the BS that you're believing? What it's in your mind, right? It's your um, perceptions, your assumptions, your expectations, all that is your BS. I was just talking to a husband the other day and and he's assuming all of these negative things about his wife. Mm. You know, uh, when when uh, when she, he was making steak on the barbecue, and there was just he, he fed the whole family, but there was this little bit left. And he's like, "Wow, at least I got a few scraps." Like he served everyone else first, and he, he's like, "I got a few scraps." And then she walks by and says, "Oh, can I have that?" And he made the assumption that he did. She didn't care about hurt him at all and you know obviously she probably just didn't realize that he didn't have any yet right yeah uh, but his bs was that she didn't care about him and i said well that's all in your own head so why don't you change your bs to a positive like for him it was so he was so convinced that it was a negative uh she had a negative thought process and I said, okay, if that's BS and you think it's BS that she has a positive, we'll just believe different BS, you know? So the, the belief system that you're, that you're bringing to the interchange, the relationship um, is, is just like so key. Like Tony was saying, that's, that's all about your attitude and what you're owning and just knowing what's in your own thoughts. Cause it's all there. It's like in there, it's between your ears. That's it. And once you fix that, You'd be yeah. okay. Exactly. And then, you know, we always tell couples, we're like, you're on the same team. Like, you're not on a different team. I mean, if you get out there and you say you're on the same team and then you're, you know, what happens if the team's out there and they're taking the ball from each other? It's a disaster. And that's, you know, it's the same thing in marriage. Like, you, you're on the same team and your plays aren't working. So we need to get you some new plays. Because what you're doing, you know, isn't giving you the results. And, and I think a lot of times that's like a light bulb moment for people. I'm like, you know, because everybody's into sports. Most, yeah. of, most of them. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and when I, I'm like, hey, I know what you're talking about. Right? Uh, yeah, you bring up that analogy. <laughs> uh, and it's, yeah. you know, if the team isn't cohesive and they're like fighting against each other and they're like, no, that's my spot. That's my ball. And their <laughs> attitudes are terrible. <laughs> 
it's good. It's just a disaster. There's, yeah. you know, and if you realize you're on the same team, the play you're running is not working. Let's, you know, change the play to get the results we want. Then, you know, things start working for you. <laughs> so that's, that's awesome, man. Well, I want to tell you guys uh, again, thank you. And then uh, I want to say one other thing, and then I want to give you opportunity to uh, tell the audience where they can go follow you and check you out as well. But but as as we were <clears throat> doing the interview and uh, each of you getting the opportunity to speak about, you know, what it is that you're doing and your points, I kind of observe the behavior of the other. Right. Hmm. And so, uh, like, you know, Scott is talking and he's giving his juiciness <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and and like I watched Tanya, she's just like looking at you. Right. Like. Hmm. Like, yeah, that's good stuff, right? <laughs> so then, like, so like Tanya's talking, right? And I'm and I'm looking at giving her juiciness. And, uh, I'm looking at Scott, and Scott's like, Yeah, that's good stuff, you know. And so I think it's I think it's awesome. Um when and that's why I do the relationship series, because I think it's awesome for people to see that people can come from different worlds and have different experiences and come together and make magic and make it great. But not only are you guys doing that uh, within your relationship, but you're helping so many people by coaching them to do those things as well. And so I just want to commend you guys for that because I think, you know, I know like those things don't just happen, right? Like, and so it takes work, it takes experiences, it takes, doing all of the things that you guys discussed within this, it takes that to get to this point and, and to be able to make a positive difference. And I just want to say thank you because I think it's really neat. Oh, thank you. Yeah, what you, I just want to double down on something you said because um, I think we're really passionate about seeing healthy relationships in the yes. culture, right? And, and what you said is, and I'll, I'll paraphrase, but you got to work on your marriage. Like people change the oil on their car religiously, but then if they think about working on their marriage, they're like, well, uh, you know, they get weird about it, right? It's like, I, I can't do that. You know, pride gets in the way. Like, mm -hmm. what if it was different? What if everybody just was like, dude, uh, we're so excited to work on our marriage. You know, it's been, oh my gosh, it's been six, min six months since we did a workshop. We, we got to go, you know? That would be a different world. Yeah, instead of people being like ashamed, like, oh yeah, I've actually, you know, been seeing a marriage therapist or we, you know, we're having to go to a marriage retreat or a workshop and they feel like ashamed. And it's like, you don't feel that with anything else in your life, you know? You put all this intention into the training you get for your job, the schooling you've gotten for your degrees, what you do, the continuing education, what you do for your children. I mean, for goodness sakes, people put more intention planning, a, you know, a vacation mm -hmm. than they do to their marriage. And there is something very wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Very wrong. Because that vacation, yeah, it's going to be a distraction. Like, we love traveling. Trust me. I'm not <laughs> knocking vacations here. We love to travel, but you, you do that, you know, you put all that intention, all that money into it. But then when it comes to your marriage, you're like, eh. it just, you just kind of let it sit. But in life, things don't stay the same. They decline mm -hmm. or they go up. So if you think that it's a constant, you know, you always hear that 
example or you hear that story of somebody saying, I had no idea that we had problems until he came to me or she came to me or I can't believe that they had an affair or they were talking to someone else because stuff doesn't stay like this. You don't, you don't put any energy into it. It's going to decline or if you put energy into it, it's going to start inclining, increasing. It just, you know, it's the, it's the slight edge principle. So you can't like leave it to chance. This is your marriage. And most people, you know, if you've got kids, you owe it to your family. You owe it to your spouse. You owe it to your kids to put some intention into your relationship. So we're, we're just a little passionate about it. <laughs> got, got on our soapbox. There, <laughs> hey, hey, give me a second. I'm still kind of trying to write that down. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's goes, good uh, stuff right there. <laughs> it is. It is. And it's so true. I think, um, you know, wherever your, your, your energy goes, your focus flows and wherever mm. your focus flows, your energy goes. I think it's, it's a, uh, you know, the same thing. And, um, you, you get out of it what you get put into it. You know, all of those, you know, analogies are things, but again, great stuff. And I want to tell you guys again, thank you so much. To, but uh, I want to give you opportunity to talk about where they can go follow you and check you out and show you some love. Yeah, so we, um, we're we both all over social media. Um, Scott Landis, Tanya Landis, my name is T-A-W-N-Y-A. And then Landis is L-A-N-D-I-S. We own, um, you know, we're both entrepreneurs. We've been entrepreneurs since 01. Um, and we started Marriage Architects, which is our um, firm that we coach couples. And we also coach individuals through for relationships um, because we felt called. And, um, you know, we had these successful businesses, like we're living life. And then we just felt like we saw the, you know, we saw what happened in our own marriage. And we turned that into, you know, what we have now you know you always take your your adversity and your pain to help others and um so marriage architects um is our you can find us we're all over um we have That's a, website. a hard word to spell but it's out there yeah Google it. <laughs> but, and then um as a gift to all your listeners we would like to offer so no excuse you don't have the money excuse guys we would like to offer um a free download it's it's a curriculum it's a seven-day curriculum and it's yourpeacefulmarriage.com so you can go there and download it for free and it gives you a whole week of things you can do um we've had individuals do it and see a change in their marriage you know because they're like well my spouse won't do it well that's so what do it do it too you know like you can do it yeah. um, and then couples that do it together and um so they can download that for free and again it's www.yourpeacefulmarriage.com and we're offering that for free to um all the people that you know listen to your show as a way to do an oil change on their marriage yeah. <laughs> I love I love that analogy. Well, again, I want to say thank you so much uh, for taking the time to be transparent and open up and share your story and give amazing tips that will definitely make relationships better. And I wish you guys continued success in your marriage and your relationship, continued success in your entrepreneurial ventures and everything that you have going on. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for having us. My pleasure like chick-fil-a <laughs> <laughs> well uh again thanks and thank you guys for checking out this episode we'll see you next time god bless go get it